Hello and welcome to another episode of the Love Jesus Live Healthy podcast. We are bridging the gap between following Christ and living a healthy life. I'm your host, Matthew Gay, and today we're going to be talking to a pastor who is working on losing 150 pounds. He's decided to take his life back, and we're so excited to hear his story and hear him get a little bit deeper into what he's had to go through and what he's, what he's overcoming in order to achieve this goal. Let's begin. We are bridging the gap between faith and fitness using powerful interviews and educational content to equip you, the listener, with tools you can use to love Jesus and live healthy. All right, ladies and gents, we are here with Pastor Josh Pickett, and I'm really excited about this guy. So uh, a friend of mine, uh, Preston Hawker, who actually has a podcast called Saved and Savage, uh, he saw something that Josh Pickett's been doing, which is really impressive to me, and it's exciting because it's really in line with the vision and mission of Love Jesus Live Healthy podcast. So I wanted to get him on the show and actually talk with him about what he's working on. Uh, And so, uh, Josh, say hi. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing? Yeah. So uh, a little bit about Josh, uh, senior pastor at Abundant Life Christian Center, uh, studied church leadership at Liberty University and ministry leadership at Lee University. Um, Currently actually working on his master's in ministry leadership at Pentecostal Theological Seminary. It's a lot to say. (laughs) And uh, he's a husband to his wife, Summer, and father to son, Ian. How old is Ian? Ian is 11. Oh, my goodness. He's 11. And we have... We actually have two more that we're we're working on adopting now. Oh so, my god, that's uh, beautiful. Yeah, it's my family has grown from three to five, and, uh, and during this coron this coronation, you know. Man, so. <laughs> I'm sure quite a few families are going to grow. I mean, probably not a sister. <laughs> it might take them a few more months than you, but man, that's yeah. really exciting, Josh. Wow, yeah, that's good. We need believers good adopting. Stuff. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and then also co-host of a podcast called Pew Nation. Yeah, Which is awesome. yeah. Pew Nation's really doing great, man. We we love what we're doing, talking to pastors and church leaders from all across the country. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We need stuff like that. We need stuff like that for sure. So, um, welcome to the show officially. Thank you. Uh, so, thank you so much. I've kind of gone over my reason for inviting you to the show. Um, you, you know, you made this choice to embark on a journey towards better health. Uh, and how much have you lost so far? Uh, I weighed today, uh, so I weighed this morning, so I'm down a little over 50 pounds now. My word. Um, How's that feel? And, oh, my goodness, man. That's, <laughs> Just take a deep breath. It's amazing. <sighs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, uh, I, I really feel like a new man. You know, yeah. I feel great. Uh, I sleep better. I move better. Life is better. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's so good on so many different levels, you know, I'm really, really excited for you. And I'm just proud of you for making that choice. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's a strong decision to, I mean, you don't just lose 50 pounds by like, you know, accident, like you have to put in work and overcome some stuff that's going on internally and maybe even around you. He's like, let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> right. Well, it is, it's tough. I mean, you know, listen, I started November of 2019 yeah. Uh, and then was, well, maybe may more like January of this year or something. I don't okay. remember. Like around soft the holidays, start in but, November, hard yeah, start in January. Yeah, there was a lot of soft starts, brother, <laughs> let me tell you. But, uh, you know, I, um, uh, COVID, you know, the, all, all the COVID stuff happened, gyms closed. And right. so, uh, that's so frustrating to me because, uh, I have developed a passion 
you know, for the gym. Oh, wow. And uh, and so I really uh, legitimately at 37 years old, for the first time in my life, I love to work out. What? Like I love I love to sweat. I love to almost throw up. You're one of those crazies now. You've joined yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. And I, my wife, she, I just dropped a bunch of money on on uh, supplements and pre workouts. Oh, I, I go for it all, you know. And uh, but COVID, you know, kind of put a stop on everything. So I worked out at home the be- at home the best I could. But um, I, I'm frustrated with that because I feel like I'd be a little further along had I not had three months off, really. Right. But uh, but it's been good, man. It's been good. I, I have enjoyed the journey for sure. Absolutely. And that is so key. A lot of folks, like they're just so focused on what they have to do and like they make it a chore instead of turning it around and making it something that like, you know, is, is just more so about them living a better life and enjoying it. Yeah. Wow. This is, this is an opportunity, like not a chore, right. you know, like don't make it out to be like dishes. It's not laundry. No. <laughs> this is you taking your life back. Like get excited. That's, That's so good that you turned it around you think that's helped you to to see the success that you have is your perspective on it oh yeah man i mean listen you know like, like you said you know not to see it as a chore i think before um in my life I, that that's how i would view it as as a chore just something to add to the list of more to do instead of it being something that would be sustainable for my life yeah something that just as important as water is and food and all of that working out and and healthy food and obviously healthy healthy living is just as vital as breathing and uh so i I really had to rewire the way that i thought about working out and approaching it because the reality of it is you know i've struggled with weight my weight my whole life um and uh was in was in pretty decent shape about 20 years ago uh for a while for a little while Right. And uh, went in ministry, got married, and then I fall into so many traps that the preachers fall in, which is I'm busy. Come on now. And uh, so I'm busy, and I start and and busy is is the excuse to eat busy, yeah. live busy. So drive-throughs become the lifestyle, and everything else. Before you know it, you know you've like me, you put on 140 pounds, wow. and it's like out of nowhere holy cow, how did this happen? And, and so I just had to make some decisions for myself to rethink this. And, and that's what I've approached. So I set some, I set some realistic goals, but I've also set some fun goals. And, and to be honest with you, I've set some very, um, uh, selfish goals, uh, some vain things, you know, vain really like, like one, one of the goals is I want veins in my biceps. Come on. uh, I was going to ask you uh, to elaborate on that. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) He literally meant vain goals. Literally vain goals. (laughs) And what's funny is I've got, it's about this big right now. I was in the gym yesterday and had my 11 year old with me and I'm doing curls and I'm like, (laughs) I dropped the weights. I was like, look at this, look at this, take a picture. And just about this much was showing. And so, uh, I was like, come on, you know, so you got to name uh, one when you find it, you know, Victor, (laughs) Victoria. I'll have to do that. Yeah. (laughs) I just really wanted to change I wanted to do it differently this time, and I, I wanted it to become something in my life more than some fad. I've lost more weight than I've gained over my life. Okay. I've done it all. I've done keto. Uh, I've done Mediterranean. I've done. Uh, I've eaten clean. Uh, you, you name it. I, I've done it all. Yeah. But the reality of it is this: is 
I have found for me, and I know for some people it is, but for me, it, none of that was sustainable. Okay. Uh, I, I really burn out, and I think it's because I have an A-type personality, or I think like an A-type personality, and uh, I usually don't talk that way but right. or have that mannerism, but I think I'm kind of a – I'm just going to tackle this, and, and because of the way I think, I want results fast. So you know, it was easy to go on a low-carb diet and – drop 60 pounds and, uh, and, and, you know, feel okay, you know, and then three months later gain, I've gained 65 pounds Mm -hmm. back or whatever, because it's not been sustainable. So for me going into this journey, I made a decision that this is really going to become my lifestyle that, that every day, no matter what's going on, uh, I have it on my calendar. I have an assistant here at my office. I also have an associate pastor at my church. They see my calendar. Uh, they know, hey, the pastor's going to the gym right yeah, now. Yeah. And uh, wow. they know that it's in there. I uh, have been going in the afternoons. This morning, I've, just, I've had a busy day today. So I was up at 5 a.m. and I hit it. And I got it in this morning before, before I got here just because I refuse to allow uh, – that type of complacency back in my life anymore. Yeah, you know, because that, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was say, Josh, you're actually speaking to something that I, I say a lot. I have a quote, which is in order to become, you must first believe that you are right. Like you yeah. have to, you have to say within yourself, like, this is not me trying to do this or become this. Like, this is just who I am. I haven't been operating yeah. in who I actually am. You know what I mean? Like it's a different yeah. frame of mind. Um, and we can, we can, it's, it's a fine line. So you can, you can look at it the wrong way very, very easily. But what you've done is say, you know what, like, instead of like, I'm going to do this diet. So I get this result. You've said, no, I'm just going mm-hmm. to become the person that I see. Like, how does he train? How does he think? How does he eat? What does he do? How does he, who does he hang out with? You know, how does he think? Yeah. Um, and you're, I believe that you're on track for lifelong results now, not just like that's, 60 pounds off, 65 back, but lifelong results. And that's what Yeah, that's, doing. that's, and that's, that's it, man. Making it a part of my, my life yeah. in, in the sense of that, that I want this to be the rest of my life. Right. And shame on me. If I have to stand before God early, mm, right, because I refuse to be disciplined. Yeah. So I want to know. This this is a pretty important question to me. Like, what made you say, like, all right, now, <laughs> this is it. Like, I'm doing this right now. I'm not doing like, you know, the yo-yo. Di- I'm not doing any of that anymore. Like, I'm becoming this now. You know what I mean? Like, yes. what, what was the why behind the hard start? <laughs> <clears throat> Wow, man, that's there's a lot to that question. I don't know how much time that you want to right, have right. on this. <laughs> I'm already sitting down, so we're good. I, if you're listening to I've this got, right now, I've you just you know, take a seat. You need. <laughs> yeah, there may have to be a part two. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Give us a little bit. Uh, there, there, I, I, I guess there's some serious, obviously some serious, there's a serious side of this and maybe a not so serious. Okay. Uh, the first thing and foremost is, um, uh, just to be very transparent, I, I I didn't want to die early. Um, I didn't want to forfeit my life or my purpose because I had grew. uh, I don't know the best way because I grew selfish in my living. And here's what I mean by that food. I had to come to a realization that food became a comfort for me. Yeah. Um, as a, as a pastor, you know, I obviously I don't, I don't live like everybody else. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to the club every weekend or I'm not, I don't smoke. I don't, I don't do all of that, but I, 
it was nothing for me to be in a stressful situation at 10 o'clock at night and uh, and find myself sitting in front of a Big Mac. Wow. Okay. And I started to feel bad, man. I just started to feel bad. That That's the first one. That's actually the lighter part of this okay. <laughs> answer. Um, the deeper part was I refused to have anybody else raise my children. Um, that's real. I had, I had to come to the realization that they deserve better from me. Uh, I, I deserve better for me, but more than that, they deserve better for me. And, um, uh, you know, I'm just being real. I might be a little too transparent, I guess, in this. this Some people are going to be like, man, kind of pastors. I I had to be better for my kids, man. I've never been able to ride a roller coaster with my son. Okay. That's a problem. And, uh, I can do that now. You know, I've not because of COVID, (laughs) but I can. I can do that now. Uh, And I I still have over 100 pounds I want to lose. But the reality of it is, is we've gotten off to a good start. And so uh, I wanted to be there. Then my wife, I I don't, I didn't, I don't want to give my wife a reason to have to remarry too soon. I I want to be there. Uh, And so uh, I just had to come to the realization. And then the other part of that is a doctor's report I got. Hmm. Uh, had a doctor sit down. I, I go to a holistic doctor, and and he just sat me down after doing some blood work. He said, "Listen, uh, he said either you you fix this now, or we plan your funeral at 40. Wow, guy's real. And hell, and I love it. Yeah. That's why he's my Somebody doctor. Need to hear it like that. And and he said he said um, he said I'm just going to be honest with you. In your occupation, you're in ministry. You're a pastor. He said. I want you to learn this, and I want you to learn this fast. He said, people need you, and they need you around longer than what you're going to be around if you don't take care of yourself. And he said, on the flip side of that, he said, really, what's going on with your weight and what's going on with your hormones? Because I I got diagnosed with really low T and uh, and things like that. And he said, all of this stuff can be fixed, but you've got to be disciplined enough to fix it. And – I just sat back and looked, and so then then he wanted to get to the heart of the matter. You know, he's he's like a doctor slash shrink. Right, slash, right, right. He's got you on the couch. You know, his, Oprah or uh-huh. something. You know, he's got me. Yeah, he's got his yellow got pad me. out. And, <laughs> yeah, and so he he was. Uh, I don't even know if he's a believer, but man, he was reading my mail. Wow. You know, and and my wife was in there with me, and uh, when we walked out of the doctor's appointment. Now, now this, let me say this: this appointment was actually a couple years ago. Uh, and, uh, that just lingered in my mind. And then finally, uh, after transitioning, coming to a new church, it'd been a few years and I'm at this church now and that I'm at, uh, I just looked at myself in the mirror one day and I was like, gosh, you have to be better than this. You have to be better than this. And it's not about looks for me, but I'm just going to be honest. It is about looks for me. Um, Got tired of being the fat guy. Yeah. That's a part and of I it. And I said, let's, yeah, let's just do it. And and then, and let's find out what's going on here. And uh, we in ministry get so busy. We get so stuck being busy that we fail to just, if I, I used to work in EMS. And uh, well, when I say that, I was a driver. It wasn't like I was a paramedic. Yeah. Uh, but they taught us something. Uh 
I was taking an EMT course and they said this, they said, uh, if you don't take care of you, you can't take care of anybody else. Absolutely. And I'm standing in front of people every Sunday. I'm traveling the country. I've preached from East coast to West coast and conferences and everything else. And God has given me open doors to stand in front of hundreds and thousands of people. And the reality of it is this man, I, I found it easier to take care of other people than I did myself. And that became a problem story, man. And uh, so I guess I hope that answers. It does. I, I it really, really does. just, there, I, I could literally spend an hour on that one subject. It's I mean, we, we could break that down because God has revealed things to me uh, through this journey about myself that I never knew. Wow. Uh, you know, uh, healing hurt through food. Right, that doesn't work. Right, right. You know, masking emotions through food. And I know I sound like uh, maybe I'm a little crazy. I just, no. I just, I'll, I'll, I told myself that part of this journey and, you know, I, I know you follow me on Instagram, but there's a lot of posts of like before and after pictures and, right. and things like that. I made a decision because I'm really not that guy. I hate that. I hate posting pictures of myself on social media, but I have found a level of accountability with that. Yeah. That, that God forbid, if I if I ever go back, people are gonna say, "Hey man, where you at? Like, what's going? You okay? Yeah, yeah. Where's that guy? Yeah. And uh, and so, if I was ever able to tell part of this this part of my life, it's just to be as open as honest as I could be. I love food. I'm Southern, obviously. You I, tell by the way I, I talk. I didn't even notice. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love food. I, I love it. I love it all, man. I love catfish, barbecue, fried chicken, you name it. I love it all. And uh, but more than that, I use the things that I love of what should have been a treat. Uh, instead, it become a cheat for my life right. to just mask things, become an outlet when I needed a healthier outlet. Wow. And so there's just so much there to is. that, man. There's so, so much. So let me that. ask you this. Um, going yeah. into talking about your impact. So we've talked about your journey, but I want to talk about your impact. So how much, um, and this is for any other pastors who end up hearing this. How much of an influence do you believe your health journey has had on those that you are shepherding? You know, I don't know. I get compliments. Okay. Um, you know, I have a very supportive group of people at my church, yeah. and uh, at, at least I feel like I do. Right. And uh, uh, they they compliment me. Uh, you know, I have one lady in my church who every time or most of every time that I post a picture or, or a goal or something that I hit, she says, I'm going to buy you a new suit. Yeah. You know, uh, um, I, I don't know. I don't know that I can gauge that. It's not like I've had anybody here come to me and say, uh, the choice to change your life has changed my life in that way. Yeah. But here, here's what I've noticed. Here's what I've noticed. I have noticed a level of respect. Um, not that I, not that I don't have respectful people and things like yeah. that. I'm not saying that it's, it's shifted because they, they're seeing a difference. Here, here's the reality, man. I, I could preach on all the big sins, you know, the sex, drug and rock and yep. roll. And God spoke to me one day. He said, why are you preaching on that when you're stuffing your face mm-hmm. with everything that can kill you? Yeah. And, and this, and I, I kid you not, man, this was an experience I had with the Lord. He said, stop it until you're able to live it. Stop preaching. it." Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's an, 
I mean, I, 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 I've really had to come to Jesus over this stuff. Man. Yeah. And it's not that I've cut everything out of my life because I made this a lifestyle. Uh, you know, uh, I still eat foods I enjoy. Well, yeah, it's a balance. Uh, I still, I, it's a balance, but it's, 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 it's about just being disciplined. I, I got into a book by a guy named Jocko Willink. He was a Navy okay. SEAL. And he has a book called um, – I just forgot it. I'm looking on my bookshelf right now to see if I can <laughs> see it. Uh, extreme ownership, okay. extreme ownership. In the church world, we follow a guy named John Maxwell. He says everything rises and falls on leadership. Right, right. Jocko, Jocko writes in his book, "Until you, you, you're never going to fix a problem until you own that you have a problem." Some, some you got to have extreme on ownership. <laughs> yeah, my, my pastor always said this. He said, "You will never conquer that which you're not willing to confront, and you'll never confront that which you're not willing to admit." And one of the hardest things for Josh Pickett to do was look in the mirror, and I kid you not, with tears in my eyes, and repent to God uh, for for allowing myself to get to this place, and then also saying to the Lord, if you will help me this time, mm. because I prayed that before, and I, I I told the Lord that standing in my bathroom, if you will help me this time, I, I will do my very best, and the Lord said. I will help you this time, but you're also going to have to understand. I need you to help yourself. Yes. And uh, faith and works, man. So, yeah, man. So I just, you know, I hate running. I hate biking. And I was like, <laughs> what can I do? Right. What can I do? And um, I saw some guys that lost weight. The guy, uh, his name is Ethan Suplee. He's an actor. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that. Okay. He he was the the big guy on Remember the Titans. All right. And uh, he he was 528 pounds or something like that, and he's at 250 now, and the dude is jacked. I mean, he is. Somebody jacked. made a decision. I said, <laughs> I said, yeah, I said, I want to look like that. That's what I want to do. And so, and I'll now. tell you what I did, man. I I went back to his pictures from before, and I I, I started seeing some things. We have a lot of the same things. I, I think. Uh, I don't know how to say it, uh, just in common. Right. I know I've, I've never weighed 528 pounds, but right. uh, build and the way we're made. And I was like, what did he do? And so uh, I saw, man, he just started lifting. He just started lifting. And uh, I said, you know what? Doggone it. I'm 37 years there old. You, you do only live once. And I'm just going to go in the gym and I'm going to put as much weight as I can on these bars and I'm just going to go after, after it. Yeah. And, uh, that's and that's, and that's what we've been doing there. So it's, it's been and awesome. It's paying off apparently. Uh, yeah. Paying I, I don't know. I think I got a stress fracture. In the oh my right Lord. Now, but it's <laughs> all right. Calm it down. Go quit. body weight, calisthenic for a little <laughs> bit, come back strong. Then, you know, it's really important uh, for those <laughs> folks that are, you know, working on extreme weight loss. It's really important to work <laughs> on building muscle early one, just because you have the firmness in the skin and, and, and yeah. overall, but on top of it, when you build muscle, it actually helps you to keep off that weight. I mean, having a certain amount of muscle mm -hmm. could actually cause your body to naturally burn off more calories than a 30-minute cardio session, just naturally, yeah. because your, your body has to maintain that muscle mass. So you're actually doing yourself a favor by building yourself some muscle early on as you continue on with that cardio. So that's so good. Yeah, so I, I, I've been lifting heavy and fast. You okay. know, and uh, so going as, as possibly heavy as I can on everything, um, taking about 30 seconds in between each set to breathe, yeah. get back at it. And now and now we've got some Tabata in Go there. So interval uh, training. So this morning. 
yeah, so this morning we had, uh, it was uh, chest, shoulders, and triceps, and there was one superset. It was um, it was a, a shoulder press um, uh, tricep with the, with the barbell, you know, I'm, I'm trying to remember, yeah, yeah. into kettlebell swings, and then eight sets of push-ups. And so that was one one thing. Oh, yeah, I said come on. I said come on about – Set number three, like come little, on, help like me. The little engine that could. I was looking at the AED on the wall, like Jesus. Wow. <laughs> I'm working. You said you would help me, so right, right, right. Here. Jesus, so take the bar. <laughs> so let me ask you this, man. Uh, what about? Yeah. I've asked you how it's impacted your your congregation, but like, mm-hmm. how about your family, man? Like your wife, your kid, like you know what's going on, Ian Summer. What are you, yeah. is doing anything in there? You know, I, you know, I look at my kid. He has a lot of the same build as I do. Wow, okay. Uh, uh, I'm, well, actually, uh, there's no doubt if you ever meet him that, that he's, he's my son. son. I mean, we are – yeah, I mean, we're built the same. We walk the same. Wow. Uh, he's been watching uh, you, man. We talk the same. And, yeah, and, and you know, um, he he's an amazing kid. He's so gifted. He's, he's a, at 11 years old, a phenomenal musician, and he's uh, – He's gifted, but I had noticed that through my bad habits, he picked up some bad habits. Right. And I tell you what, there was a win for me yesterday. It's I'm funny excited that you bring to hear him this. up. Was uh, you know I've been working hard. I, I meal prep for the most part. Now I've not meal prepped this week because it's been an insane week. But okay. you know I, I do Honesty this. Moment. And water is the water is the go to, right? And so we were at a restaurant and we sat down at the table and. Uh, I'm, I'm there and I order my water and I've got to have lots of lemon because I hate the taste of just water. And, uh, and he's, he's sitting next to me and he looked at the waiter. So I'll have water too. Oh, go ahead. And Uh-oh. I was like, come on, man. Want a soda? And then, <laughs> yeah, he didn't want a soda. And then, and then, and then he was like, Hey dad, when we get home, uh, can we go to the garage and you come help me work out? Come on. That, your heart probably and, wants uh, to leap out of your chest and run a lap. Yeah. <laughs> so like. I've got to be big and strong in front Dude. of him, but I'm sitting there like with the with the goose egg in my throat. Come on, like, Pastor Pickett, be strong. Because if I can help, if I can help him, if I can help him not deal with some of the things that yeah. I dealt with, and, and the reality of it is, is man, I played ball. I played ball in school, uh, and uh, but I was a terrible ball player. I got hurt every year I played. Injury uh, prone. But I was I was a big kid. I broke my foot my freshman year. I had my appendix taken out my sophomore year. I didn't play. We're my having a good year, time. And then I, yeah, and then I got hurt my senior year again. And here's the reality of it, though. Uh, if I could go back and look at that outside the broken foot and the appendix, I didn't play my junior year because I was insecure. Mm. Uh, gosh, I'm probably being really transparent. Uh, it's okay. I faked my senior year for the most part okay. because I was insecure, and I was insecure because I was overweight. Did you not? <laughs> so and, many people needed to hear and, that and, just now. And, and you look back on that, I'm like, man, I wasted some of the best years of my life, uh, really because of, of of just pride, and and really because of, you know, you can say low self esteem or whatever. Um, I I don't know, I don't know what I can go back and say about that. But when I look back over my life where I am now, uh, a changed man, you know, God has helped me. Um, if I could go back and help him realize, you can be what you want to be. For the most part, yeah. Um, yeah. But participate. You know, I'm going to be politically incorrect, but oh well. Uh, participation trophies 
aren't going to get you anywhere. Yeah, I'm not a fan of them either. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not, you're not going to have a certificate on the wall that says, oh, you were just a good kid. Everything that you want in life, you got to work for. And there's two types of people in life. There's winners and there's losers. And really, you can still lose and be a winner. It's just how you handle the loss. Yeah, loss can be a and, learning experience. And we've got to we got to deal with it. And so you got to look at where you're at now, and then you got to make a goal and say where do I want to be. And I've had this conversation with him because it's it's at 11 years old. I've looked at him and said, you know, I'm not just doing this to 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 feel better. I'm not just doing this to look better. I'm I'm doing this for you. Wow. I'm doing I'm doing this for your children. Yeah. You know, I'm doing this hopefully for your children's yeah. children. And that's what I'm doing. Like this is not just, yeah, this is not just a, I've made the decision. This is not just a fad. This is, this is my life now. Yeah. And, uh, that's what we're going to. So he, he's moving in the right direction. So we got a heavy bag in the yeah. garage because okay. I used to buy, I used to box a little back in the day. Uh, now when I say that I never competed, uh, nothing like that. I went Come to the on gym. Now. I Don't worked turn into modest I, mouse now. No, Come on now. No, 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 no. No, I, cor- I cornered a fight one time, but I, I get to say that, but I was the guy that just wiped the sweat off. Right. But, uh, uh, Transparency but again. I, I <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, I love the sport, and Preston and I talk oh, about that boy. a lot too, you know. And Pastor so I, I, I love the sport of boxing, and so uh, he, he loves – my son loves the sport of boxing. It's, it's amazing wow. how much like me he is. And my favorite movies are Rocky. His favorite movies are all the Rocky movies, all 1 through 82, you know. He, he likes them all, and so he uh, – uh, he, he wants to watch that. So we got a heavy bag and we got the mitts and he'll go down there and he'll hit the mitts. We're going to do it here in just a little bit. He'll go hit the mitts and hit the heavy bag. And, uh, is his diet perfect? No. Do I have him counting calories and macros? No. Do I have him thinking about decisions? Yeah. yeah and, but he's, but he's moving, but he's moving and he's not in front of the Xbox. You're, you're, and, you're able to teach now because of what you're doing, you're able to teach him as you go, you know, like, Hey man, like I'm in this thing too. Yeah, well, I just I became one of those guys that could talk it, but I didn't walk. Dude, it. now you can talk it from like a real, a real you know place. I, I could I could tell people I could tell people, well, if you do this, this, and this, and I'm sitting there, man, okay. with you know uh, as bi- the biggest I'd ever been in my life, mm. and you're looking back now, thinking, man, people are just laughing at you because you you're a joke. Wow. And maybe I'm hard. Probably on myself. I'm hard probably on myself. more hard on yourself than others. I'm hard on myself. Yeah. Yes, a very, and my wife gets on to me for that. She'll listen to this and be like, "Most of so us are harder on ourselves than <laughs> people are." But, but when you look back now and you realize it, and I just, man, I just, uh, this whole journey is about my. It's truly, honestly, about my whole life. Yeah, it, it's about everything. It's about my ministry. It's about my preaching. It's about me being a father. It's about me being a husband. Every aspect of my life. I have a responsibility. If I want a healthy marriage, I need a healthy life. Yeah. If I want a healthy relationship with my kids, I need a healthy life. Not just spiritually, because I can be honest with you, dude. There's there's really nothing wrong with my prayer life. There was nothing wrong with my devotion life. There was nothing wrong with my church life. Yeah. But inside, I was dying because I didn't handle stress the right way, and I didn't handle pressure the right way, and I didn't handle this, and 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 all of that manifests through food. Yeah. And I just had to get it under control. And I think you nailed it when you said, you know, that it was a pride thing because it really does take a sense, a large sense of humility, you know, especially I, I, would, I would assume as, as a church leader to say, hey, man, like I'm doing this, 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 this and this, but I really need yeah. to, to do something about this area of my life. You know? <laughs> well, what would it be? What would it be if so many church leaders just got real? 
Mm. I, I mean, and I, here's what I mean by that. I'm not dogging anybody's spirituality. I'm just saying just real about life, yeah. man. I just, uh, through this process, it's changed the way that, that, that I preach in the sense that I just, man, I'm not going to mask anything. I'm a, I'm a real human. I, I live in a real world. I deal with a real life. I deal with real stress. I deal with real issues. Um, I have fears. I have, I have setbacks. Have I been perfect getting in shape? No, I, I've not. But the, the thing that's different this time that wasn't before was I've just not quit. Yeah. And, and, and I, what would it be if we just got real? And I have yeah. found in me getting real with myself, it's a lot easier for me to be real in the pulpit. Okay. And, 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 and if you talk that goes about, back to our question you know, about influencing your, right. your, your congregation. Right. And I just thought of that, you know, because if I'm more real in the pulpit, People respect that. Absolutely, they can sense it. You know, yeah. You know it. Just, just got to be real. Yeah, so it's gotta good. Be real. So, look, I want to throw you through a speed round. I didn't send any of this to you, so I want to <laughs> just kind of put you in a spot where you got to be super, super genuine. Doesn't seem like you have that issue at all, though, <laughs> uh, which I really appreciate. Um, so, I'm just going to go into a speed round, throw you some stuff. Give me, uh, give me your answer, and um, we'll close this thing out. So, real quick, favorite superhero. Oh man, I'm old school, Captain, Captain America. America. All right, spring or fall? Boy. Spring or fall? Oh man, that's a tie. That's a tie. And that's a tie because I hate winter. <laughs> I'll take all the above except winter. Right. I hate winter. Uh, I'm in the mountains, so it gets oh, cold Lord, here. Yeah. So. It takes spring. It takes spring. It's getting warm when it's spring. Yeah. <laughs> Springtime. Coffee or yeah. no coffee? I can take it or leave it. Okay. Um, I'm more. I've been drinking these drinks called Killcliff. I don't know if you've ever heard Ew. of Killcliff. It's uh, Look it up now. Uh, all natural. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're good for you. The calories alone, I'll it tastes good. And, and check it on it and send you sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes it'll amp me up. Okay. So I don't know. It's good. All right. Beach house or cabin? <laughs> I had a conversation with somebody in my church about this a while back. I said my ideal of the perfect home is a cabin on the yeah. beach. Wow. <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> that's that's but, it. Though, but bro. I mean, how Rock many people on. were just like, "Wait, I haven't thought about that yet." A cabin yeah. on the beach. It's gonna happen. It's yeah. gonna happen. If I build it one day, I'm doing it. Cabin on the beach. Man, now I'm gonna be looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, two more. Workout outside or inside? Inside. Okay. Inside. Got it. Last thing. Yeah. Love Jesus or live healthy. Love Jesus. Ooh, that was a trick question. Yeah. We say both here. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah okay, we got okay. you. We got you. you know, but yes, my pastor hat. Yeah, right, up. right. You got to love Jesus first. Everything stems from that. So I do agree with you in that way. Everything comes from that. It's yeah. Christ centered first and foremost. Man, it was so great to have you on the show. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I really appreciate how you just kind of opened the door to your life and let us take a peek in and learn and draw from that and pull from that. And I really believe that your, your level of transparency is going to inspire folks and, and do more than inspire, but actually give them a direction, uh, a way to think, a way to approach certain things, um, a reason to, to, to stop, get quiet, get by themselves and ask themselves some hard questions and then approach life um, the, the way that the Lord is guiding them to honestly. Yeah, man. Well, you know, the thing that I've learned over this journey is this, is I'm learning more now than I ever have about myself, but also about life and about people. And and here's what I mean by that. I, I've been to school. Uh, I, I was, I was going to seminary. I'm, I'm taking a break from that right now, but, um, uh, 
but through this journey, I've learned more uh, than ever before. Um, it just it's it's pulled some things out of me. I, I think I always knew it was in yep. me. I just was never brave enough to to try it, and um, and it's happening. And so, you know, we're gonna see where it lands. I got some goals, man. You know, I want big arms. Want I want I want a small waist. I want <laughs> yeah. Not well. I don't. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> want a small waist. But bro, I'm listen. I'm cornbread fed, oh, so uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how small. Somebody asked me yesterday. There was somebody that donated a coat here at our church to somebody I was like what size is that they said small and associate pastor he was like man you should take that I said brother I've not been a small since kindergarten well hey man so, what, is, but, uh, what is your um, Instagram handle so people can check you out and hold you accountable oh you know what it is? snap Ooh. Uh, hold on I'll tell you <laughs> yeah it's it's uh, okay it's one of two it's okay. one of two it's either a a uh, a b life pastor okay or it's Pastor Josh P eighty two. All right. If, if all it fails is top in my name, you'll see Josh me. Pickett. There's a ton of before Two and T's. after pictures. There you go. <laughs> Two T's. Excellent, man. Yeah. Again, thank you so much for hopping on the show with us and sharing your journey with us, um, guys. Yeah, you, you heard it fresh from the pastor's mouth. You got to take care of yourself. Get real with yourself uh, and hit it hard. God is with you. God is in control. He loves you. Cares for you. You got to go out there and love Jesus but you've got to live healthy with it. It's got to be a part of the journey. You're going to learn so much about yourself. You're going to impact people around you and you are going to uh, increase that legacy. You're going to, you're going to impact your legacy in an amazing way. So thanks again so much, man. We'll see you uh, soon. We'll, and hopefully you'll, you'll keep us up to date with what's going on on your journey. Oh man, absolutely. I'd love to, I'd love to talk with you cool. again. Be great. Sounds good, man. Wow. What a conversation, right? Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to Josh's story. I hope it really helped you guys out. I think he said some really profound things and just going through what he's been going through. Uh, make sure that you follow this podcast and tell other people about us. Uh, this again, Matthew Gay signing off. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you on the next show. Bye.